everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dating Over 30 Sucks podcast. I'm your host, Shanice, and I am ecstatic. New word for the year. <laughs> ecstatic to have my guest on today, Darius. Hi, Darius. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> you and this voice. This is my radio voice. This it's like, no, let's stop playing. <laughs> So professional, though. Hello. This is Merrill Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) Can I speak to John Doe? (laughs) Um, No, I'm excited to have you on here, to be here in your space, and just have you on the podcast. I'm excited, too. I don't usually do this. I know you don't. (laughs) So I'm really excited about this. I'm excited because you also have been such a champion about, like, doing these things and being creative and you've always just championed me and through it all good bad and indifferent <laughs> you don't let up and I love that well we're talking about that first I I felt like this year was such a dark place for some people mm-hmm. that I um I felt like because everyone was so uncomfortable that you have to channel and kind of dig into being uncomfortable. And I, I'm a strong believer of beautiful things coming out of being uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I was really uncomfortable throughout this whole year. And great things happen. I know. <laughs> so, but I'm glad to keep be doing here. it. Keep being uncomfortable. Yes. And so to to kick things off, I was like to start. Do you know how we met? Do you remember the first time we met? And we became friends, or at least the first time we met. I want to say it was on that trip to spring break to Mississippi. Yeah, I think we did go to Mississippi. Yeah, my freshman year was, I think, was that spring break. But also, it could have been on the yard, but I was very anti everything. I'm from D.C., so like, okay. I don't speak to strangers. I think. I know that the first time we met was at a probably like DC, you know, student gathering at school. Was that? I think it, I think that's how we first met. I, I but I think the first time we actually like made a connection. Yeah, made yeah. a connection and really was like, oh, was I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, like I'm. It was definitely their trip for sure. Again, another very uncomfortable Ooh. situation. We were all uncomfortable. <laughs> that made that blossomed great things. Oh, abso- abso- a lot of beautiful things. You're yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. So we will jump right into it. Oh, um, though we, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna kick it off there. So if that's, <laughs> if that's where we're going, uh, <laughs> no, that was dating under twenty. Un- <laughs> under twenty. Uh, but. I, I want to start by, I always like to start the podcast by asking, um, why do you think dating over 30 sucks? Um, I think there's a couple of reasons why dating over 30 sucks. We have time. I think, that <laughs> <laughs> I think that dating over 30 in our generation sucks because there are a lot of other contributions now, like there's social media, there is it's very easy to project a certain type of image of people that is basically lies and no one wants to live into their truth and no one wants to be vulnerable and everybody's trying to be something that they're not. I think that everyone's looking at this image of a person who's winning and think that I should 
look at what I'm looking for. I had a Cosmo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking to 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 be that. Like they're looking to. Mm. That's what I, all I can give you right now. But yeah. they're looking to be something that they're not, and they're working so hard instead of being themselves. And I feel like being ourselves and these flaws, quote unquote, are what make us attractive and what, what draws people to us. And I think that we've missed that when we're trying to be a Kardashian or a rapper or an athlete or this social influencer, which yeah, is no one ha- who's a social influencer has a 401k, which is beyond me. And why is that is something that you want to achieve? But I digress. Um, the thing. It's yeah, it's it's one of those things and I feel like everyone's trying to achieve this and I feel like everyone is thinking that they have to get to this very soon. Okay. And I think that everybody's like, Oh, I have to get this by twenty eight. Have you that's not life, that's not realistic, that's not a lot of people don't know who they are until thirty one, thirty two. Yeah. And and it's interesting you said that part about the timing. Um I know I used to beat myself up all the time in my twenties. Because it was like, well, I, I'm 25 and I don't have this. Or I'm 28. And everybody, you see the one or two people who peaked exception in their 20s. Tw- exception to the rule. Yeah. <laughs> like you see the one or two people that peaked in their 20s. Um, but for the most part, a lot of people just don't peak in their 20s. A lot of people peak yeah. in their 30s. They, and you, they and just you really think do. about it now, being well over 30, well, not well over, but. I'm kind of well over thirty. <laughs> who you were at twenty five? Were you even ready for what you re- what you were trying mm. to? No. If me at twenty five is completely different from who I am now, and that relationship would have failed, Absolutely. it would have been horrible and ruined a lot of people. Mm. It, it it I think it's really interesting that you talked a little bit about that the the part of dating over thirty that sucks, which can be this idea of what you should be or what you're trying to portray. Knowing who the real you is, I think that's tough because a lot of times we go straight to social media to figure out if this person, before I even go out on a date with them, mm-hmm. what are they truly about? How many followers do they have? What are they posting? Yeah. What are they, like, what, it's like, <laughs> why? Why don't you go on this first date and meet them? Mm. And have the conversation. And have a conversation. Like, it just, and another thing about that is we, we hear this all the time. The, the social media just shows the positive of mm-hmm. a person's life the glamorous side. You see all these things like, oh, their life must be perfect. You don't see that they don't have a pot to make rice in. You don't mm. see that they, you see these likes in their friend's outfit that they borrowed. You don't see the struggle of <laughs> what it actually <laughs> takes to be happy and successful. That was no shade. That was just, I'm just being. It, you're <laughs> being honest. Yeah, that's being honest. So you don't see what it takes to make, what, what the struggle that made this man or this woman become who they are you just see the success you know you and you hear right and you're seeing the good days the good days you're right, seeing the good even days. when you're successful you still have bad days absolutely but you, you and you hear people sing about it and talk about it in their interviews or whatever but you don't really understand it unless you're like there with that person and i feel like people don't want to struggle everybody just immediately wants to be rich Ooh. or famous but you know like those successful people or the likes the likes it's about the likes it's the like but you don't want to be a part of the dark parts when the lights cut off. Mm. So I think that's a problem with dating over 30. And I also think that the access we, that we have to people our age is gone when you're in your 30s. You're not longer in school okay, or grad school. Now you're at work. And not to make it a race thing, but if you are black and successful, you're probably the youngest one in your circle. Mm. And you're not, you don't have that same access. And then, you know, you, you may meet people in happy hour or this and that, 
but that's few and far in between, especially now. Yeah. So you lose that access that you have in college. And I think the abundance of it. You know, yes. it was in college, it was a lot of us, whether you went to a PWR, HBCU, yeah, it was. It was sister schools around you. You had so much. It was so much, especially if you're in a college town. There's so many people, and everybody on kind of the same level. Like Mm -hmm. we're all on this level. We're all figuring out, and also we all know we're here to get to better. Like nobody's going to college to be like, I'm just gonna be basic. Like, well, no, there are people who do do that. Again, no shade. Yeah, (laughs) 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 but there is this idea that we're all here because we know what the end goal is. We know right. what the end result right. is going to be. And But even you think about, like we spoke about this earlier, you think about women who go to school just to to meet people, so to be a housewife. Yep. And that's, again, there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't have that same access in your 30s because mm-hmm. you missed that boat if you didn't get it in the four years that you were there. And I think that's a very real thing to say because especially in the South. Yeah. yeah. When you look at some people South, who, who, who want to be <laughs> like, but you think about people who are like, you know, I want to be that that girl on the Real Housewives mm-hmm. or on Basketball Wives and all these things. Like you also have to realize there was a window of opportunity for those things to happen. Mm-hmm. And once you get to a certain age, that window gets super thin and super narrow. And you're also talking about a different caliber of 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 partner and in, in spouse mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. so you know. Even think about those women on those shows. Those Aisha Curry is not on Basketball Wives. Yeah, those are again in that tier or that life. That's still a different type of woman. Oh, absolutely. With a different type of journey. Because think about that. I mean, you know, it's hard to like put Basketball Wives out there or like to down. No. Th- but Basketball Wives, those are women who were barely. Thank you wives you know <laughs> i mean how many of them actually were nev- not again this uh, traditional part of me but a real wife would never do that no no not that type of show i mean a lot yeah. of those girls i remember especially the earlier years it was like wait who's a wife like <laughs> as, as a child i would never go on, we're, we're going, we're going yeah we're, we went off the deep end <laughs> but i i get i think i think there's the there's a truth in what we were taught what we we're talking about which is the idea of what it is you want, but also being realistic about where you are in life. You know, being over 30, realistically, as someone who's about to be 35, I'm not thinking anywhere, oh, I'm trying to still be a basketball wife or a WAG or any of these things. That time has passed. I'm in my 30s. Most of those guys who are looking for those type of girls they're looking for 20-year-olds. They're not looking like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> do this with 30. Someone that you can mold to be the perfect wife for you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're not looking for that in their no. 30s. I'm Agreed. also in my career, which, you know, when you talk about being in your career as a successful, you know, young person, like you said, I feel like that that pool gets it, it gets a little shallower. Like, there's not as many. And I, I'm curious if you, you want to – talk about that you know which is one of the questions which is how do you feel about dating in your career especially having such a successful career and and you're a amazing creator and and you you have um a really great um uh i I don't want to call it a show it's you do a lot of social media content that's amazing that i'm a huge fan of it's called no cap and it's it's super funny it's super creative but what is it like dating, being a creative, and being in the field that you're in? Um, 
I think again that pool gets smaller too because you have your your circle is already smaller as you get to a certain level in your career. You're invited mm-hmm. to certain types of parties. You're in the presence of certain type of people who have things to lose as well. So mm. everyone gets really selective. Oh, okay. On who are they willing to risk it all for, quote unquote, or approach or you know interact, and then you have this moment where things have to be superficial or people have to be pre-approved to make sure that we are not losing not only money but reputation and mm. what you stand for so it becomes and in LA is kind of one of those places where that is that all that matters your reputation what you look like and how much money mm. and it doesn't have the same foundation that one will have in the south or the east coast, east coast. because you know there's a you grow up with a certain type of morals and tradition, and so here. But I think it's also steps. Yes, because on, e- on the East Coast and South, it's very. You go to school. You do exactly. this. It's you meet y- your spouse in sc- in college, and then you guys get married, and then your career driven for what the other half of your twenties, and you start having kids. You already mm-hmm. have a house. Like it's, it's things here. It's like I want my career. I want to be successful. And that takes a really long time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So you're talking after college, you come here. So now what, you're 25, 26. You want to focus on career. You're not really hitting till 37, 38. Oh, mm. now I'm hitting. Now I'm trying to find a person to be with that doesn't want me because I'm famous or I have money, but they want me because of who I am. Mm. And then you also have to relearn everything your parents taught you because what they were growing up experiencing is something completely different than what you're growing up to experience. Oh, absolutely. So you're trying to do all of this, find a healthy relationship, keep your career going, <laughs> and you will lose some friends on the way because they're not ready to grow as you. So you have all these things changing. It makes dating hard. And your schedule is unavailable. <laughs> 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 I think the first... Four years of my life in L.A., I've only spent two months in L.A. Wow. So, like, how do you say I want a relationship and you're on the road? Wow. And that's the... That's the gotcha, gotcha. That's the... Okay. <laughs> and that's just that on that. Like, it, it's it's interesting you even shared that because... And then, oh, sorry, but then yeah. everybody also wants you to... Sign NDAs at their parties. Ooh. Or do these things. Like, ev- everything is so secretive and protective of what you created for your career. It's like, how can you truly be vulnerable mm. and create a successful, healthy relationship? That's why you marry in college. <laughs> <laughs> Tagline, marry in college. <laughs> Just deal with it. It doesn't get better, kids. And, you know... <laughs> What's so crazy is when I when I even first started this and I was I was with a friend when we were like testing out equipment and all this other stuff, just literally trying to figure out how things work. She's under 20. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, under 30. And I was telling her, I was like, I'm gonna tell you the same thing. I've told others do it before 30. I said, because 30, when your career is skyrocketing, no matter. And I truly believe no matter what career you're in, if no matter what career field you're in, when you are on the up. When that comes to salary, when that comes to opportunities, when that comes to positions, when you're on that upward incline, it just gets tougher. Yeah. <laughs> Especially is. for women, because men 
tend to not want a woman who's so busy with her career. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to deal with that. So what they're going to do is find a woman who is in her 20s, who's still trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. but is but loves this man and will make her life about this man. Who's willing to conform and contort. Exactly. But a, a woman, a black woman, in her 30s who is career successful is not going to slow down because she's she's popping. Absolutely not. She's popping. Even, even, and I think even for me, the challenge has been, like, especially this, I would say the past year and a half has been, I know where my career trajectory is mm-hmm. and I am on that kind of upward incline of like, stuff is starting to pop things are starting mm-hmm. to click I'm, I'm i'm getting i'm starting to see the things that i wanted and i've wanted to manifest when it comes to dating i'm not willing to slow down this ride for anybody because i did that for so long mm-hmm. and i struggled and i i didn't have and i i sacrificed certain things just because of the cause or because of the job and, and i'm like nah, i'm on a totally different wavelength now where i'm going if you're looking for somebody, especially at this age, a lot of guys are looking for someone to be like, well, my career is going great and my trajectory is going great. I'm looking for the wife who, like you said, is trying to have some kids who's barefoot and pregnant. Bare, right. <laughs> like, and they'll be, one thing I will say is a lot of guys will be honest about that. I respect that though. I have, I have been on even just dating apps where, we didn't even get to a first day because he's like, oh, you don't have kids? Well, when are you trying to have kids? I want to also say, I think that's another problem with dating in your 30s is that these apps, you can weed out everything mm. that you claim you don't want before the first date. And the re- a lot of love stories I hear, because I'm a hopeless romantic, <laughs> are like, people are like, I didn't even want this type of person. I would have never thought this is who I would end up with. But they had to take the risk and go out on a first date and mm. saw the beauty in them that they didn't, s- they wouldn't have saw with the app because you're like, oh, wait a minute, you make this much, I don't want to deal with you. But that that could be a dreamer. That could be a person who could create a beautiful future for you, and you're not willing to accept it because you're stuck on what you think you want. Some of the superficial. Some of you it is very superficial, and some of it is uh, classes. Some of it is how you were raised. Mm. Some of it's like this: a man or a woman that you envisioned yourself being with. It's not something you grew up around, mm. so you already immediately avoid it. But I also feel like that could be God showing you or in, awakening something inside of you that you didn't even know exists, but you won't get to it because you're too busy filtering everything that you don't want. But do you? I, I would think in LA, that's also a big thing. You know, oh, that's all they do there's <laughs> it, there's a lot of superficial. <laughs> you don't drive what kind of car? No. Ooh. You don't do this. No. What do you do? Immediately, the first thing you will hear. What do you do for a living? You know, my response is always, "Oh, I pay my bills." Ooh, because I why? Yeah, why? Why? I've never got to ask that in college. That's sure. What do you do for a living? I'm in school. Yeah, like I just don't get it. So, have you seen people? And I know I, I feel like I know the answer, but I'm I'm curious. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> is it <laughs> is it that superficial? Like uh, you've 100%. been in situations yeah, where it's like I've never. I w- I've we we were out at a, d- a brunch at a day party and ran to someone that I knew, and he was like, "Oh my God, good good seeing you." Da, 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 da. I didn't get your number. We were having this other party. Woo, woo, woo. What's your Instagram? And I was like, "Why?" Can <laughs> I say? I will say this: being right. in LA, the 
first time anybody had talked to me and was like, I'm thinking he was going to say, like, oh, what's your number? He was like, oh, what's your Instagram? Exactly. That's weird. And I was like, why are you asking for my we never, Instagram? We never off say, what's break? your Facebook page? What's your Twitter? <laughs> like, what's your Twitter handle? I remember he said, we were we were at a club, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, what's your Instagram? And I was like, uh, you know, I was like, okay. Like, and I showed him. He's like, oh. And that was right the first time I noticed it, and I didn't take much to it because I was I literally had just landed in L.A. I think I was in L.A. for like two or three days. Mm-hmm. It was so odd, but then as I was here for a while and kept going, I noticed that more often. I'm like, guys will ask for my Instagram before they ask for my number, Which and that's so weird. weird. Coming from men. Yes. From men. I, I feel like that's a, a very – Ladies, don't attack me. But a very female <laughs> daddy situation. <laughs> Let me see your Instagram so I can judge you before I reach out to you. I what? kid you not. <laughs> I kid you not. You know one of the people. And and that was the first thing he asked. He was like, oh, what's your Instagram? Oh, yeah. The, but it was this idea because part of me thought, like, well, most of the people who follow me are friends. Like, people I've known and stuff like that. So, your look, to me, Instagram is, it's not super personal. Like, my Instagram's not. I live it. I literally just said I was in New York for New Year's and I was in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you post that. I knew what that meant. That's I was just like, like, I get, get it. it. Right. But I also was like, people are probably going to be like, oh, there is this. You're traveling during COVID? I was thinking like, mm, I know he, that ain't the New York he's in. Um, um, but I run. <laughs> It was, it's such a weird thing. Because similar like Facebook. Right. Like, to me, that's such an intimate thing. Because my, my Instagram, the few posts that I have are generally me or, you know, fun little challenges or whatever. But it, it is a very more intimate look of me. And if you want, if we already vibe and you're like, oh, like, to me, I'm like, don't communicate. If we're going to go out on a date, you're not going to communicate to me via Instagram. No. But that's a very L.A. thing. Well, it, I think they're looking at numbers and likes, and I'm always a big fan of, well, what does that mean, it's though? quality, not quantity. You got 17,000 followers, but half of them are 13-year-olds. That's weird. Or oh, it's not blue. You're not right. verified. Right. It's like all of it just seems weird. Yeah. Like, people, I only follow people who are actually friends and people that I know. Right. So you trying to Well, I do. I follow. I have a weird obsession with nail artists, so I do follow a lot of random sorry, nail artists. Repeat that again. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've always. Did you say nail or male? Nail. N a i. Well, that's. N- n- well, that's not weird because you look to get your nails done. I do get my nails. Yeah, but I. I but have like this weird obsession with like nail artists. Yes. Thing like that's. <laughs> I, I want to see your work. Yeah. So, so you're telling Dogs me in, uh, to date me, you need to see my work on Instagram. It's just so. W- I, I do. It's nothing but selfies. That was a big thing that was like super weird to me. Really? That that came off as super weird. It was like, oh, what's your Instagram? I'm like. Just from like, wait, what? Why? Why? <laughs> That's such an odd thing. So you think it is very still super? It's still superficial. It. I mean, it is very superficial. Hundred mm. percent. So have you? And I'm curious. And I know this is like super simple. Have you seen anyone literally reject someone else based off of maybe their social media? Like literally, just been like, mm, that ain't it. Just all social media. Because, to me, I don't think I would ever look at somebody's social media and their followers or likes and just be like, bye, huh? Like, like no, this ain't it. I have 
Yeah, I've I've seen it happen to people. Wow. Not me because I'm pretty. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I mean, you are. I thought, right. My mama looks really pretty. Yeah. I, t- I look like I mean, her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now I've seen it. People are like, oh, ooh. Like, and it, it, the sad thing is that it really tears that person apart when they're actually a really cool person. But it's just it's like they just don't film well. <laughs> so like, you can't. <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm being serious. Like it's just I don't it's just like you could be oh missing out on your wife or your husband based off of a filter and an angle or a location like that's stupid. I agree. Do you really want a person to lead your household just because they took a really good photo, or just because of, of the amount of followers they have? Like to me, what is that? I've always that thought that was spam. It. Yeah. Russian bots. Like, what exactly does that mean, in my opinion? Like, I've always And I also think that that has a lot to do with the morals of what a marriage is supposed to be. Mm. And you don't look at the people who are looking for love aren't realizing what it takes to keep a marriage successful. Mm -hmm. And if you're basing basing your spouse on Instagram, social media, superficial things, your marriage is going to fail. Absolutely. So why not go on this first date? I personally think you should go on this first date with someone that you completely have nothing in common and let them awaken you. I know, you, I know you're going to question me, but trust what I'm saying. Okay. Well, <laughs> trust what I'm saying. Oh, I had, look, I had to sit. Because I, I, uh, I know how you get to. I had you, to step back. Okay, that's, that's maybe have one or two, well, Maybe have one or two things in common, but I, I am advocate of going on dates with people who you would never think in your wildest dreams that this would be your husband, Shanice. This is me directing to you and these other ladies who still, <laughs> who still looking for uh, for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> oh, okay. Because um, there are other parts of these men that will show you a whole new world. We learned this in Aladdin. I know. We... <laughs> I'm I'm sticking with you as we're talking about this because you know that's that's loaded that's heavy that's a very heavy thing to do because we grow up naturally assuming that we're looking for someone who's going to match us someone who mm-hmm. we're com- the idea of compatibility mm-hmm. is things that we have in common. You know, we problem. may like or hate the same things, but the idea is we're both You're looking in the for someone same. to match you instead of complete you. Okay. And, and I don't mean complete as in you need a human being. I yeah, mean, yeah. where I'm lacking, you should pick up. Now, I'm granted, here. no one wants to be poor. Oh, no, I'm not going to so be poor. <laughs> no, no, not. He's not but saying, I'm, ladies, if you have money, find, you know... Any any damn body. No, I'm no. saying that if you that. if you make this <laughs> if you make eighty thousand, mm-hmm. it's okay if he makes seventy five. Oh, absolutely. You know yeah. Like, and I'm just I'm using that as an example. No one should be making seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> that's why I voted Democrat. Some do. But, I mean. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like if you that make you guys should be in that you same be in tax bracket. Yes, absolutely. And you guys should want the same things. Yes. But you 
don't if he if he's making eighty thousand because he's a mechanic and you are making eighty thousand because you are like a, I'm in nonprofits. I work in nonprofits okay, and so people in nonprofits. Yeah. yeah. If you make uh, not nonprofits. I'm in adjacent, but whatever. You make it that's because you do it shouldn't matter. Yes. Because you guys have the same focus that you want this. You want a house. You want the two car garage. You want these things and you guys are working together. But if you're looking like, oh well, I make eighty, so he should make two hundred thousand. Well what makes you think well, you deserve crazy. a seat at this table? That's crazy. Right. right. <laughs> because it's funny, we, we talked about it a few episodes back about I'm not even close to you know, going off of like coming off of this idea that I want somebody to match me, at least salary wise. Right. Like we we have to absolutely be I, I want you to match me or better. Right. And that's just because of the way I live and, and the things that I enjoy being able to do. And if you make something significantly less, you may look at my lifestyle and judge or be like, well, why we got to do all this? Well, you know, and that, we, well, we're not going to have those conversations. A, a man that loves you. What do you mean? Like, I don't. Just because you like certain things, he shouldn't attack you for liking them. Yes, but I, I've, I've now he may, that. he may feel bad because he can't afford to give it to you, but a real man will work to make sure he can give it to you. Absolutely, but and that's the overarching <laughs> idea of what that is. But the reality of that is, and and I've dated guys like that, um, or and and even some that didn't even get off the ground because it literally was, you know, well, I know, I know what you have, and I know. I can't give you nothing. Like, there's nothing I can bring to the well, relationship. Well, I think that statement there is wrong because I know what you have and what you like. I can't give you that, but I can give you the other things you don't have in your life. Everybody's not secure enough to say that, though. I agree, and that's a problem. Everybody's not secure enough <laughs> And that's why I said that. what I said earlier was, like, you have to relearn a lot of things you grew up learning. Absolutely. Like, you should be able to be... Again, we don't want to be vulnerable in our 30s either. We're setting our ways, quote unquote. Mm. But like, if I, I think I don't want to say it's done that we're setting our ways. We, I truly believe that over 30, you know enough about yourself, the good and the bad. Yes. To just be honest about who you are. Yes, but are you able to be vulnerable enough to share that? Hmm. I mean, that's the individual. <laughs> Agree. Definitely, like each because, like, I, I'm already looking at this. It was like I can't give you this, but I know what you also need in your life mm-hmm. that I can provide. I'm okay with that because I'm not where I want to be. I, you praised me on, at the beginning about my career, but I'm still not happy there either. So, like, I know that I'm not there. That don't mean I'm not going to get there. But if oh, you're so. catching me at the blueprint, then this is what it's going to be. But I can see you mm-hmm. walking around and wanting to go here and do this and da, 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 and I can't do all of that and you have been doing it for yourself but I, damn well damn it I hold every bag you carry right like, but <laughs> you also know and I think that's the important part of this is you also know your worth and where you're going in that direction and yes. that when it comes to dating over 30 I've found the biggest challenge I get that we can talk about what I may have or what you may have or what I bring to the table what you bring to the table but my question is no matter what we're bringing, are we have? Are, is it going to be a whole meal? Are we are we bringing all of our things to the table and all together that's going to take us to the next level? All together, we can both support each other. We can both love each other. Um, you know, we can both champion each other. And that, to me, at least you know, as a woman, that's 
been the biggest struggle with dating over 30 because this past year can i can i challenge you and say that maybe it's not that you're dating over 30 but maybe it's the men that in their 30s that you're dating oh it's absolutely that okay (laughs) oh it's absolutely that has a lot to do with why you keep choosing these men so for me when it comes to she she got her teeth grinding y'all she looks she's a little irritated no You know, I don't I know, have I know, a problem being, you know, coming to task. I know that some of my biggest issues is that if I don't immediately see the gratification with anybody that mm-hmm. I'm dealing with, I will go back into the other main focus, which is going to be my money, which is going to be mm-hmm. my career. Mm-hmm. And that has that has honestly been me since 25. What do you mean by immediately? Like, what's what's? Can I get a time frame for that? I'm gonna tell you. I, <laughs> Jessica will tell even better, and I think we talked a little bit about on that episode. I am someone who I will say, okay, I'm gonna date. I'm gonna see what's going on. I will date a guy, and he's nice, he's cool. But if there's any sign of, um well, he may not be on my level or any little ir- little things that may irritate me about the relationship or where I think it's going mm-hmm. or specifically, especially when you're over 30, the pressure of kids and marriage and all of that thing. And, and if it doesn't kind of fit into what I'm trying to do, I will immediately be like, you know what? This ain't going to work. So let me go back to focusing on this career. Let me go back to Focusing on, again, for me last year, getting a certification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I have degrees. Let me get a certification. Let me start a podcast. Let me focus back on me. And maybe at some point in time, I'll give, I'll, I'll get back into that dating pool. Mm-hmm. I personally, even for 2020, I decided in May, after May, I was like, you know what? Let me focus on me. Like, let me focus on my health. Let me focus on literally getting a certification, starting a podcast, like doing all of these things. I am not going to focus on a guy. And over the past two months, I've been talking about dating and relationships. These are all dating and relationships from a year or two or five years ago. I have no, you know, spoiler alert. Like, I don't have (laughs) a lot of these situations. None of these are from the past year or even about two years. Um, Do you you believe that... So... We've all created our perfect person in our head as a child. Yes. And we've always we've always created our future, the house, the city, the state, the car, mm-hmm. how many driveways, the walk. We've created the wedding. We've created everything as a child. Mm-hmm. Do you still think that person exists? For me, yes. To the, I do think he to does. To the T? Yeah. I, still, he, I absolutely so still think th- he exists. You know, this, th- that is a very perfect and specific person. I think I mean I, I'm talking even the flaws. Yeah, because that the reason why I still think that person exists <laughs> is <laughs> because there is still a part of me that is still going to be very optimistic as not, as tough as my exterior I don't think is. I, don't, I wouldn't even say that you're not being optimistic. I think you come to the realization that people are imperfect. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm perfectly imperfect. Like, I, that's on my social media. Like, I am absolutely perfectly imperfect. And so you know that you're not going to get everything that you wrote down on that little diary, honey. I'm not, but I do believe that he, the perfect one for me is out there, if that makes sense. Not that Agreed. He's, you know what I'm saying? Agreed like, when I that. say perfect, I'm not saying 
he is going to have A, B, C, D, all the way down to Z Agreed, specifically yeah. yes. to the T. But what I'm saying is that I believe that my perfect him, that my perfect one, I absolutely still believe that he's out there. I do. I really do. That's my thought. And I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that another problem that we have in our 30s is that we still hold on to that. And I think that, and I've been told by a lot of old heads growing up that, like, as you get older, we, we've been told that your standards drop, but you just compromise. Like, you already know that this person isn't going to be who you, the same person every day that they walk into this house. You may Absolutely. get them. 200 out of 365 but then like there's times i remember my grandmother telling me i think i fell out of fell out of love with your grandfather for at least a year mm. and i was like it's like ooh, a whole year and i thought that was alarming to me too as well but i as i get older i get it like you fall out of love, but you don't never stop loving that, that person. person. Absolutely. Look at you sounding like the miseducated. <laughs> I did. I did grow up on it. Now I did grow up on it. <laughs> but that's such a but real thing. thing. And I think we get caught up in this thing. Like I'm supposed to be happy with you 24 seven. Every that's single not day. The case. So we are, like I said, we are imperfect. And this person is going to have a bunch of qualities that you don't like, mm-hmm. but they're, they're not going to outweigh the man that you chose to marry. Yeah. And I think And also the person you want to go on the journey with. Thank you. <laughs> now, I, I'm a big <laughs> believer if you can't travel with this person on vacation, then that is not the person you're supposed to marry. I've all So basically if you don't got no passport. No. no. <laughs> well now, if you can't leave the country, then we not at the same restaurant. <laughs> no, like, in, like hell, if you go on the Myrtle Beach and y'all don't have a good time. I saw your face because we don't. But if you, I'm not. Go ahead. No, we're not. We're not. Go ahead. But if, you, <laughs> but it like even if if you can't make something that simple so much fun, then what are we doing? Yeah. Something like on the time when we're supposed to be, to be having together. a good like, time. I, I, not my supposed mother, to be. T- my mother used to tell me all the time: if you can't have a good time traveling with someone, that you can't marry them. Mm. You cannot marry them because it's just you two. And you're supposed. All the stuff that is supposed to be a challenge is is not there anymore. Thank it's you. been released. So, I, I definitely, I, I 100% feel you. I think those are really. Yes, we would prefer Greece over Myrtle Beach, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I love going to Bike Week. <laughs> but I ain't never been. So next <laughs> <laughs> Never been. So. You've given a lot of great insight. I'm curious, you know, when it comes to preference, you've been here. How long have you been in L.A.? How long have you been in California? Mm. Should I give me tell my age? No, <laughs> you've been here for a few years, though, right? At least, at least five or six. About five or six years. What is your preference? Like, when it comes to, like, West Coast guys and the guys you meet here versus guys on the East Coast. Because... Did she just say, guys, did she just out me on TV? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Pe- I'm sorry, people. No. <laughs> um, I don't care. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even notice I said that. I am so That's fine. how you know we're really comfortable, people. We're really I comfortable. Um, uh, I'm working. I'm learning. I have to be all inclusive. I'm sorry. But <laughs> Did y'all get that on film? <laughs> um, I prefer... 
I'm from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be accustomed and used to East Coast. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was raised by East Coast people. Yeah. Like, you know, I think there is a certain type of realness that East, East Coast people have. Uh-huh. Whether you are up north or, or down south, I feel like there is a transparency. There is traditional background that we all carry. I think that there are a lot of things that I value that is born and raised from the East Coast. I think we East Coast is very old money and West Coast is very new money. Mm-hmm. And it shows in your character. character. Ooh, okay. My mother, she cannot stand that life. Really? She loves San Francisco. She loves San Diego, but LA is very just it's 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 it can be superficial it's at times. Old money versus new money. Yeah. Old money never has to tell you they have money or show off or act out or create a scene. LA is a smoke and mirrors. Mm. So I prefer and there's 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 an aggression that East Coast people <laughs> That they have that I I have an attitude problem. Not gonna lie. Uh, and there and y- there is you have to have a certain um you have some you have to have a little some wits about you a little backbone yeah in you to deal with. I, I know for me I, I don't want to speak for nobody else but I know for me. Even being when I was out here last year, it was like, mm, don't let me walk over you. Like, don't let me. Don't be no punk. Yeah. Like, and that's, I don't even think that's a male or female thing. That's a, because I know women who ain't no punk. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's all I was raised by, women who ain't no punk. So I think that's the East Coast. Like, I'm not about to do this. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say it's the East Coast, because I met some L.A. strong women who, like, who, yeah, you know, L.A., Inglewood, born, like, they not about to, we're not about to play this game. Yeah. So, but I think there's more of that on the East Coast than there is in LA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just I find it hard to believe that you're a gangster and you have a palm tree. Ooh. <laughs> you can't be gangster and it's nice outside all well, the time. <laughs> um, makes, even Miami rains. Always nice. Um, uh, so the one of the last questions I want to ask, um, have your preferences changed? Like now, we, we talked a little bit about just, you talked about like being in the industry and dating and and on the West Coast and in L.A., I'm curious that have your preferences or your standards changed a little bit from when you were in your 30s to 20s? And when I say that, I know when I'm saying that I'm talking specifically more in the realm of maybe some of the superficial things that you may have wanted in your 20s that, like, some of those things don't matter anymore in your 30s or um, now that you are in your 30s and there's a particular lifestyle that you like to live, Maybe the maybe those are things that are a little bit more important now. So I, I'm curious. Do you think your preference have changed, or what have your pre- how have your preference changed from when you were in your 20s versus now being in your 30s and dating? Um, I was very very fortunate to grow up with uh, a mother and um, grand grandparents and aunts that created a world where respect is just the minimum. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I was my standards were already, quote, unquote, too high for people. Um, and then I also grew up in a world where my grandfather worked really hard and created a really 
comfortable lifestyle, especially being African American, because mm-hmm. we, you know, we weren't supposed to have too much. And then my mother worked really hard to mm-hmm. create the same consistency. Granted, we weren't rich, but there was never a moment where I wanted for uh-huh. anything. So I think that carried over to my 30s, where now that I am making this money, that if there's something that I want, then I'm going to go get it, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to ask, or I'm not going to question it, or let someone tell me that I, I shouldn't get this. Like, I make enough money, and I budget, and I... You're, I, you're responsible. I'm responsible. Like, I'm not hungry. There's a roof over my head. I'm not in debt. Minus student loans, but like, who's really paying that? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> student loans. Okay, but, um, but like, there's I'm not like out here struggling, pinching pennies. So if I do want to go on vacation, or if I do want, go to Bloomies, if I want nine hundred dollars shoes, something. it's okay. Yeah, because I don't have a child. Yeah, hello. Who? I don't have no <laughs> obligation that will suck that. I'm, I'm not saying that anybody who has a child, like, I'm not. Yeah, I get it. Your responsibly responsibilities are different. But you live comfortable. I'm very. Comfortable. You've always been comfortable. So I th- and I think that my standards have kind of w- similar to what you said. Like the people that are around me have these same standards. So if I'm meeting someone, more than likely he because Shanice has already dropped that bomb. Oh my! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> he isn't poor either. <laughs> Your friends are gonna hear this and be like, "Okay, you know what? Don't be ragging on her because they like, wasn't nobody thinking you right. were talking about a girl." <laughs> <laughs> but that was cute. <laughs> okay, like they're gonna be like, "Okay, nigga, we knew you, you were gay in college." <laughs> okay, but, but no, 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 but no, like, like, like now, yeah, I think so. My standards haven't changed. I think they've been consistent. I think okay. that the way I spend money in or where money is going into is different. But I've also have investments. I also have stocks. I have a savings account. Yeah. So I'm not, if I have $600 shoes, I didn't buy it with a credit card. I bought yeah. it cash. And, and, and I think I'm even when it comes off. to, but even dating, it's, this has just always been who you are. Right. So like, the expectation is the, like, I, I can't, I'm not going to get excited because you took me somewhere that I went to as a child. Mm. Now I, I, I'm more impressed with, the effort it took to like create something okay or like cook or do the, a picnic in the park i don't want to go to nobu when i just postmated it so i can eat and watch friends all night like i mm-hmm. like I, it's not exciting to me so to you it's not the tangibles that some of those intangibles or maybe even just the like you said the effort that's put effort into it this show me that you care yeah. you've been paying attention to detail that's why i say what i said to you earlier when it was like i don't a person should be like, I, I see what you do. You can see me buying these shoes. You can see me going to these restaurants. But I also want you to pay attention to the details and mm. and, and see like, oh, well, he also loves a home-cooked meal. Yeah. He also does it. So let me prepare this and show him that I'm paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. I think people get immediately intimidated because you have all these superficial, nice things and you seem well put together. But I would rather come home to... A home cooked meal. I have a good bottle mm-hmm. of wine. Yeah, but even one thing that you also said was this idea, like it, with your industry and a lot of the work that you do and the time that you put into your work, 
it's also like you said that attention to detail knowing that hey if i'm going to spend time with you if i have time i want to that needs to be time well spent it needs to be memorable <laughs> yeah. it needs to be memorable moments don't this if i won't be able to see you for 3 months and we have one night together don't Take me somewhere that I've already been. Show me yeah. a, a whole new world. Come on. I'm telling you. Put me on that magic carpet room. ride. Yeah. Like, 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 and it wasn't because he was rich. It was because he showed her something different. Show people. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel like you, we dim that light trying to be everyone we see on TV, Instagram, and da 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 Show me you because I've seen all of them. I've seen it. My guests always give me gems. We it. get gems. That's a that is a word. It doesn't matter. Ooh, and it's not trying to, to glow and say that I have this fabulous life because I do. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, that there's such a there's a world. I will be honest. You saying that was probably the first time I've ever even thought about that movie. Like thought about Aladdin in that way was I want to show you the world. Because, yeah, you may have all this stuff in this palace. You rich, you never wanted for nothing. Girl, you got a whole tiger right. <laughs> here. And everybody's but, looking at you wanting that, wanting but you that. don't even want to be here. Right. You don't want to be here, but most importantly, you've never even seen anything outside of these walls. You were just excited to grab an apple from the stand. Thank like, you. But it, that idea. <laughs> but it's there's something beauty beautiful in what you're talking about in that idea of showing a whole new world is Mm -hmm. you may see these things, but Mm -hmm. to get to know me, to date me, to be in this relationship, I would love to be able to see you take the time to show me something different, Mm -hmm. to see something little there and to say, Oh yeah, I noticed in your picture you did this. Like, have you ever made sushi before? Thank you. We're going to do a sushi making class or we're going to do that here at the house and spend time because I only know you're going to be in town for a week. So I want to spend as much physical time like and that face to face i don't want to yeah we in the class now we gotta listen to this instructor yeah how about you learn to make sushi and then you teach me teach me right or will youtube it together. do it together like, or you. something like, fun. The fun in and i i think i i truly believe as you get to a certain point in your career and as you're moving up similar to you i'm like i hate when you say like, oh, I want to take you out, I want to do something, and then and you don't make a plan, and then the plan you make, I'm sitting there like, I done been there, I done did that, like, why are we just gonna go sit and do? I, I love sushi, but I'd rather us do sushi at the house or make mm-hmm. sushi or or do something fun with it that compared to taking me to a, a sushi restaurant I've been to a thousand times. Now I'm gonna lose you on this one, All right. but I mean, how? you can still take me to sushi. I do love sushi, right? We, <laughs> we, right, but how romantic? It may not be the grand scheme of thing, but you create a memory. You caught this fish together. You come back, mm. you cook it, you clean it together. You spent all day together preparing a meal, teaching you how to fish for yourself. Conversation. Conversation. Because, you know, when you're fishing, you sitting for most mm-hmm. of the time. So, like, and granted, it's not glamorous, but you talk about farm the table. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Ocean the table. It's like how romantic, and you spent the whole day with this person. Mm -hmm. You've got to know this person. And you're going to get to know so many things about that person that you probably I was just about to get there. Generational curses, trauma, why this ticks you off. You learn things Mm -hmm. about people. Mannerisms. Thank you. That create a healthy marriage. I think the problem with people in their 30s 
is that we're too busy trying to relearn everything we were taught, mm. figure out who we are, and then get over this facade of this perfection of people that does not exist. Mm. Everybody, look at listen, everybody's after this Kim Kardashian lookalike. These men who are the Kardashians are looking like trying to look like the black women we were told were unattractive. Yeah. How fucked up is that? Yeah. In that situation, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. And everyone is single. Ooh. <laughs> like, look, and single in marriages. <laughs> but we're we not going to go there. It's next season. That's next <laughs> season. <laughs> we're going to turn into a whole different type of show. But uh, say, like, we, have, we have so much going on. Show. How could you sit there and sit back and be like, oh, I would have appreciated just a quiet day Yeah, getting to know you. But no, we're too busy trying to. Look at me, look at me, tag here, location here. Mm-hmm. Cause you want everyone else to see how glamorous your life is, but sounds really depressing. Mm. Because if it's glamorous, why would you? Or you're happy, you don't have. It shows in your face. You know the funny thing is, I, and I've always said this. Um, some people are like, oh, well, I didn't know you and Darius knew each other, or I didn't know you and Darius hung out so much, or we talked so much. And I was like, you know, the funny thing is, like, yeah, Darius and I probably don't have a lot of pictures together, and we're together, you know, often, often especially often. even when I was here. I was like, because we're, in the we're just so in the moment. I was like, we're generally so caught up in conversation and and enjoying people's enjoying company. each other and laughing and joking and and, oh, and we gossip. It is what it is. Like gossip is natural. Yeah. It'll That's gossip here and there. <laughs> but it's like we don't have that. But it's like we're enjoying the moment. And for me, that has always been it. Like when I tell people, like you, Jay knows. Like you'll never see who I'm with on social media. Who? And it's not a pro- Jessica. Oh. Uh. You and, and we joke about it, but it's because I would say it's not about privacy or people knowing who my man is or social media. I'm like, but chances are we're enjoying ourselves I'm getting so much to know that him. I, I don't need to stop for every moment and post. You know, you know? and if you do, it's cool. But right. I'm just saying, for me, it was a good shot. Yeah, it's but just I don't, I don't see me every time I'm with my best friends. I don't see me posting a picture with my best friends. No, so, and your spouse should be your best friend. So why do I have to let the world know every little thing? Everybody who know know. Yeah. That's for that part. Um, but, and, 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 and again, not to shade people who do. It's just, I think it's very I'm interesting when it comes bit. to <laughs> the social media aspect of it. Um, so I want to do my last question. Um, yes, um, I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> Info in the bio. Oh, no. um, Subscribe below. <laughs> Not poor either, though. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> Last question: What is the advice that you would give to your um, your twenty year old self? So, what advice would thirty plus year old Darius give to twenty year old Darius about when it when it comes to dating relationships and and just where you are? The that's a loaded question, <laughs> but it also <laughs> is a question that I often ask myself mm-hmm. on how I got here and where I could have been if I did things differently. And I think that, and uh, a lot of my friends from college would be like, absolutely. <laughs> if I focus more on my career and myself versus relationships or chasing after people or trying to validate my existence by having someone, because I saw that, a lot of my friends were always in relationships and, uh, and woo-woo-woo. 
And I also know that all of my friends are very attractive people. So, of course, they're in the relationships. And my lifestyle is different than theirs was. You could be a lot more open than I can. Um, granted, I, you know, I pulled some great ones, but. <laughs> going to throw that in there. Just, okay. just I wasn't hurting. Just but, <laughs> but no, 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 serious. In all serious, I would have focused more on working on being the man that I would have loved to marry. Ooh. And it, 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 I got caught up, even in high school, I got so caught up in trying to create this, oh no, trying to make this person be something that I want them to be. And it was like, no, you should just focus on being you and being who you want to be and let these things, and I still battle it in my 30s too. Okay. So again, that's why I keep saying you have to relearn some things. And I sit back and be like, stop. Like the person who wants to be with you will be with you. The mm. person who sees the beauty in you will see it and they will make sure you recognize it and that you also recognize their presence. So you don't have to search. You don't have to run. You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to do anything. You have to work at it for sure. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to fight for no one's love. Mm. And I, I would have known that in my 20s. I, I might not still be married, but I would be a lot further in my career and my self-esteem okay. and all those things. Okay. It's and like, because we, we, for whatever, we have this ticking time bomb that we think that we're supposed to have. Like you said earlier. Yeah. I should be married by 25, kids by 29. I should be made partner by 37. In what world, besides this fucking Jennifer Aniston movie, did you think that that was going to happen? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I told you all the time, I, rem- I bought a book called The Midlife, the mid-midlife crisis or something. And mm-hmm. I bought that when I was like 24, 25, because I was having a true emotional break. At 25, mm-hmm. at 25, I was having this emotional breakdown because I was in school and I, I just was like, I'm seeing all these other people and they're doing this. And, they're, and that was kind of the boom of social media. And I was just like, but I'm not doing that. And I don't have these things and I'm not making this. And da, 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 da. And I, a, a full breakdown at 25. And now that I am approaching 35, I am so excited. Like, I am literally like, 35, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because I'm truly embracing a, my age. I'm truly embracing where I am. And I love it. And, you know, for me, one thing that I would say as I'm getting close to twenty to, to 35, what I would tell 25 Shawnees is, Bitch, chill out. Like, you're doing the most. You're okay where you are at this moment because this is for you. And had you not spent so much energy on hating yourself and where you are, enjoy and embrace the the situation and the journey. You'll be all right, girl. Girl, trust me. You at 35. You're going to be all right. (laughs) You know? And I think it's, it's beautiful what you said because... I, I've noticed a lot of that conversation we have with our 20 year old self is it's going to be okay. Relax. Like a lot of times the, the overarching is like this little time frame. You put this ain't even on, it. This don't, <laughs> don't even make any sense. Right. And, and some, and, and even a part of the, the, the point you made early with social media, some of what they're posting, you're seeing a snapshot. You're seeing, a little inkling of what you assume you're seeing that a you're real. supposed to be. Right. You're not seeing what they really had to do to either get that or maintain it or if they're even going to maintain they, it. They got the, I watched, you know, I've come to like these Instagram famous people houses 
And I look at the little corner they take their photo in, but then I look at the rest of them, they got an air mattress. Mm. They ain't got they got one pot and I'm just like mm. They're like, hold on, I'm just uh um, you want pregame real quick? Pregame where? You don't have anything. Let's go to the club. <laughs> like, let's. You should just came to my house. Where we <laughs> So like, and I looking at that, I'm like, where we gonna sit? It's looking at that. It's like, Darius, you are not to suited, make suit fun. No, suit not no, not to make fun of people in their struggle. But I think what I'm trying to say is that accept it, embrace it. You will be fine. Mm-hmm. But stop trying to create a facade. Where that people only are going to love you if you have these things. People who love mm. you will sit on the floor and like, yep. oh, well, that's pregame now. Yeah, because they'll we, love you. We've regardless. all been there. Yep. We've all sat on floors and we did some things in college that we probably wouldn't do right now. Oh God, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I also had chairs, but no, I, I get what you say. I, I, I love. <laughs> you were drinking that damn Everclear Jungle Juice too. I, I mean, I'm. <laughs> In my younger years, I have drank a drink that came out of a, a tub from Target or Walmart with miscellaneous beverages. Walmart, it wasn't no damn Target. It probably was because you know. That's the bullshit. But <laughs> <laughs> Darius, this has been a Im- ridiculously fun conversation. And I appreciate you giving a true and honest look at what you do and being here, um, you know, in LA and being here on the West coast and, and your true honest opinion about these things, because I think there's that social media aspect. Like we've talked a lot on this podcast about dating apps, but there's a social media aspect that I think you've given really true light to and understanding well, about that dating app, Raya, they want to know who you are, what you do, and then your Instagram handle. Why do you need my Instagram handle for me to be on a dating app? You see what I'm saying? Mm, it's, yeah. it's creating a world that is not reality. It's not reality. It really is. It's, it's, it truly is unrealistic. But you think I'm going to put my past due bills on Instagram? No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't have any, but um, I get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. But, <laughs> but I see where you were going with that. Um. But the the (laughs) beauty, it really is. Uh, The beauty of it is just the candor that we don't talk a lot about. Mm -hmm. We really don't talk about that, that social media aspect. People are embarrassed. And and yeah, and and truly being able to show that struggle. So I, I really appreciate you sharing She's and, trying to rush me off and having somebody this. business. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sue for this. No, <laughs> no, I love no, I love your insight. I love that you're sharing. I love everything that you've been able to to provide today for the podcast. So Shanice, I have a question for you. Okay. Hijacked by Darius Michael. <laughs> After this conversation, are yes. you willing to loosen up your rules just a tad? Thank you, everybody, for listening to it. <laughs> I honestly, am, I'll be honest. I am going into a new year with a positive attitude. Okay. I am not going to say that I'm willing to. I don't expect you to. All the rules can't. Right, yeah. but I said loosen. Loosen, you know, we'll see. Hear that gentleman out and listen to really what he's trying to tell you. 
see, you're trying to be. <laughs> they honest. I believe that what 2021 is going to present. A vaccine. That. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many really awesome things that I have going on mm-hmm, that I'm working mm-hmm, on that mm-hmm. are, are coming down the pipeline that I'll be honest, even in doing this, like I said, I, I shamefully want to be very candid about this. There's so much with this podcast that I talk about and, and we laugh and we joke about and we can be honest about. I honestly have don't put myself out there. I, you know, a lot of these, like I said, these situations and stories, these are from a few years ago. I haven't put myself out there in the past, um, I'll say, year and a half. So... This so this year, year we're putting yourself out. I I am going to be available <laughs> from nine I'll to six. I'm available. Be, <laughs> I will be <laughs> I will be more available this year because partially because I'm going to be done with school. Yes, <laughs> but, but I will be avail. I will be available. I think that if I could sum it all up to say that I think the problem, a bigger problem with the dating your thirties, is availability. Mm-hmm. Is no one who's who like you said, we said earlier the career is popping. Mm-hmm. We are moving. We are doing these things. No one wants to be poor, so yeah. I'm not going to slow down to make time for you. Mm-hmm. So you and creative endeavors have truly taken off. I mean, even for you, just we've both been in situations where good, bad, or indifferent, we've been able to tap into but something that we said, haven't done in a long time. Said, I just want to watch and see you do what you do, and then I want to take you to dinner afterwards. You're available. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will call you and text you. And you tell me what my answer is. <laughs> Your answer is yes. See, we just will. make time for both we lives is, uh, is our thing. We need to make time for both lives. Yes, we will be tired, but the reward is so much better. I mean, Beyonce has three kids, a husband, a concert, a, a fucking clothing <laughs> line, a movie. Like the, you can make time and a docu series. Right, you're right. <laughs> just make you're even right. if it's thirty minutes. Just sit down and and put your phones away, people, at Ooh, the dinner table. Yes, 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 and yes. And then just like engage into each other. And we're gonna end on that because that's the word. <laughs> that's the mic drop. That's the word right we there. We're dropping mics because we ain't paying for new. <laughs> Darius, I absolutely adore you. I absolutely appreciate you sharing your time and sharing yourself on this Dating Over 30 Sucks podcast. I truly, truly do. Everyone, please make sure that you are following Dating Over 30 Sucks on Instagram. That is Dating Over the Number 30 Sucks on Instagram and Dating Over 30 the Number S-U-X on Twitter. We have just had libations and conversations about situations. Darius, I appreciate you so much for being on here and and sharing and kikiing or cackling. Um, I appreciate you so much for doing this. Of course. I love you. I love you, too. I love you. Bye, everyone. Cheers.
cheers to a new year, possibly on a new coast. Woo, woo, woo. Do you do you agree with that? I uh, I've been agreeing, but <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna go past. <laughs> we're not going to pass. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. 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 But yes, I do agree. Love you so much. Thank you, friend. Cheers. Cheers. West Coast, the best coast. <laughs> but don't that get it twisted. I'm from the East Coast. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> Cosmo, though. Oh, I do well. Oh, that you do. <laughs>